And God has been so good. He's been so good to us. This is a celebration of 25 years of Central, but really uh, it's 25 years of God being faithful to Central. That's where we come together to celebrate. Um, it's a good time to celebrate. It's a good time to remember and to look forward to see what God has done. And like we do every Sunday, we come together in the middle of the service um, and we remind ourselves and we, we tell God that, that all of our being belongs to Him and that we worship Him with every part of ourselves, we worship Him. And so right in the middle of the services when we take up our offering, and that's what we're going to do out here in this tent, we've got servants with baskets and they're stationed all over the room. We're just going to pass the basket. Um, not because God needs our money, but because we need to give our money to Him to remind ourselves all we have belongs to Him. And we're going to worship Him in that way at this time. So um, let's, let's keep standing. I'm going to pray. When I say amen, you may be seated. But let's pray and commit it all to the Lord. Well, Father, we come before you now. And we are grateful for your goodness and your kindness towards us. Lord, we are grateful for all you have done and all you're going to do. And Lord, now we remind ourselves and we tell you that every part of us belongs to you. Lord, even our finances, it belongs to you. And Lord, we believe in what you're doing for the kingdom through this church. And so Lord, we give of ourselves, we give of our finances, um, because we believe that you're bringing the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God through this church. And we ask that you would continue to do that. And bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be saved.
I can't see the screen, so I'm uh, here to talk to you about our facilities. Uh, at church, there was a mission outreach in, in the Philippines, and we have been blessed here at Central uh, in the last 25 years with our facilities in, in this campus. 25 years ago, we had the front building. It would, it would house 150. And then we built a gymnasium and a worship center. Then we did an addition to the gymnasium so we could have more class space. Then we did a, a three-story education building. And the good news I have for you is, is God has been faithful through all of that and has allowed us to retire that debt each and every time that we expanded. And uh, we're in a good position. We are debt-free as, as far as our facilities. As of last year in November, we've been setting some money aside. And I'd like to talk to you about renovation. You know, we have... Uh, we have good facilities and they serve us well. It's kind of like I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed looking at all the people and all the families that I've come to know and love in the last 25 years. My children were raised here. And they're now starting their adult lives. And this facility is kind of like our dining table where we raised and fed our children. And sometimes you just want to create a new place setting if you will, a new place where we can welcome new guests and expand further. And so um, let me try to step out here and see what I'm showing you. Uh, we have we have a little bit of presentation. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do you better. They're on the wall in the foyer of the other building. So they're all presented there. If we have it digitally, it'll show up. And if we don't, I'm going to paint you a good word picture of our, of our, uh, of our expansion. Uh, we've got a four-part expansion plan. Uh, for you. First of all, we're going to, uh, everything shaded in brown, we're going to do new flooring and new paint. So we have uh, we have uh, aged flooring and we're going to go back in with a, a vinyl wood. Uh, it looks like wood floors, but it's going to be vinyl. It'll be durable. It'll be, uh, this facility is used six plus days a week. And so we're good stewards of our buildings, uh, but we want to freshen them up. Uh, at the top of the page, which you see in green, is the freshening up of the men's and women's restrooms. In the lower right corner, you see another little area in green. We're taking a bathroom there and repurposing it so we can have a family bathroom. Family bathroom where you can take small children or, or you know, uh, special need there. And then uh, what's shown in the right front corner, kind of in gold, is a new information center. So if you, uh, the goal of this expansion is, or this, this renovation is, to repurpose our space where it will serve us better. We have one corridor that connects to the gymnasium to the education building. That corridor is a little bit crowded and cramped. So we're going to create a new uh, secondary entrance from the education building so we can have two-way traffic circling through. We're going to take out some of the interior walls so the congestion in the foyer of the gymnasium uh, mitigates and you can move aside and congregate and talk and visit and let people come and go. But um, this is... Uh, this is scheduled for 2019, and we just want to share it with you. There's another video or another slide, maybe, maybe not. Oh. That is the exterior part of our addition. We'd like to extend the face of our building out into the parking lot to create an inclement weather drop-off. I can't get it far enough out of the parking lot where you can drive under it, but you can open up the doors, gentlemen, and let the ladies out without getting wet. And then you can the elements. Next. Uh, that's our foyer, and that's the new information center. And so the information center will be uh, on the wall where all the posters are currently. And what we're looking 
people that have questions and answers, that's the place they'll go to, to ask. That won't be, uh, that'll be different than checking in the kids and stuff like that, but uh, an intentional place to, to receive people that will free up the space that we currently use in uh, with the take with the folding tables right now. <coughs> we'll see in a moment. Next slide, please. Sorry, I got a little bit blurred here. Another uh, couple of views of our information center with the door open and the door closed. Next slide, please. This is looking the other direction from the information center. We're going to take out some interior walls and we're going to open up what I call an additional congregation space, a space where we can meet uh, in large groups, we can talk, we may furnish up with chairs we don't know yet, but get rid of some of the hallway partitions where people can move a little more freely. And I think that might be it. So with that, I just wanted to share with you what we're moving forward with in 2019 as far as building. Uh, we have been very blessed with the buildings we have, with the portables, we're able to to reach uh, out to Round Rock, and we want to, as I said, uh, perhaps set a little better table in the future. Uh, we, have, we have a lot to be thankful for here. And uh, so if you will, bow your head uh, as I pray. And Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this facility, and we thank you how it has served us so well for the last 25 years. And thank you that we have a financial opportunity to, to improve our presentation to those who might come to visit our church in the future. Lord, uh, as I look out at this audience and I look at all the people here, that is central. Our buildings really are not uh, central. It is the people therein. And as we look to reach uh, more and more people as our city grows, Lord, we want to draw them into uh, our community here. Lord, you have been faithful for the last 25 years and we have been abundantly blessed. And Lord, your current work now with us here. Lord, as we move into the next phase of Central, 25 years from now, we anxiously await what you have for us. Straighten our paths, Lord. Allow us to commune with your Holy Spirit and to hear and see what you have in store for us and enjoy every step of that path. In your holy and precious name we pray. Well, we're heading into the home stretch here, and uh, I just wanted to say a couple of personal words, and then uh, kind of, I have a few minutes to paint a picture of the next 25 years. There's no way that it's You know, 25 years ago, this is exactly what I saw. Yeah. Time for me to have an altar call. <laughs> but I wanted to uh, just uh, say a couple of, of uh, things, and then I want to just share with you a, a challenge uh, for me, just real quick. And uh, I know you're eager to uh, get on to eat together and kids to play and that kind of stuff. But uh, I wanted to say a, a couple of things. Um, you know, to take both hats, one of being just me and one of, of us as as the church. I appreciate what Craig said about Pam. I, I, I want you to know that in our tradition, we do not have Mark and Pam Westerfield as senior pastors. That's not in our culture and our tradition. But I, I tell you what, uh, in, in fact, even when Kirby was doing the article the other day, I said I would, I would rather have a picture of both of us together 
than just me separate. So, honey, I love you, and this wouldn't have happened. And then for my family, and uh, let me just say a quick word about my family. Uh, Mandy, of course, lives in London, and she uh, um, she is not here. She's coming home this weekend, though, because we got a big birthday next weekend. Uh, I, won't, I, won't, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. Uh, nothing. And uh, but. Uh, so Mandy will be in this weekend, but but uh, for Josh and Ashley, uh, you do not know what it's like unless you grew up in a preacher's home. And uh, for all my kids, I would tell them that uh, uh, when they got married, when they became adults, you find where God wants you to be, and you go there and you serve and you become a part of that. And uh, it's such a joy to have Cody and Sarah as part of our family. They married into this thing. They probably learned some things about bringing a, a, in a preacher's family that they may not like. But and then for to have four incredible grandkids that are the best in the world, uh, it is incredible to have them. So I'm very grateful for them. I'm so grateful to uh, a man by the name of Buddy Crossley. Buddy's not here today, but Buddy is the original. I knew nobody in Round Rock, Texas, and Buddy called me out of the blue. 30, uh, 35 years ago, it's just about, and said, hey, we're looking for a youth minister at First Baptist Church, Round Rock, would you be interested? And you know what I told him? No. Wouldn't be interested at all. Three months later, Buddy called me again, and uh, we, we prayed about it, and God brought us here, knowing nobody. And now, uh, I jokingly say I can't go any place in Round Rock where I don't bump into somebody that used to go to Central. And uh, so... Stick around long enough, and, and that's what happens. So I'm very grateful for Buddy. I'm so grateful for Round Rock ISD, and just um, we were able to get our start across the, the street, and uh, just our love for the Round Rock School District. I'm so grateful for Alan France. You know, uh, Alan, uh, most, uh, yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, it's interesting when you, you go into ministry and you've been in it as long as I have, you, you always like a, um, uh, a band of brothers, and I have that in my staff, but you always, uh, you know, there's certain people that have your back no matter what. And I've always, I've always told my staff, I will never be disloyal to you in front of a group ever. I will never be disloyal in front of the congregation ever. Now, if we have to go sit in my office and talk about it, that's fine, but I will never do that. And I trust my staff the same way. And Alan, for 24 years, has been there, and I'm so grateful for Alan. And I'm so grateful for my staff and the elders and, uh, and you as the people. That, uh, that's just, that's just um, I hope, goes without saying because, you know, I, I love God, but I love people. I love you, and I, I really do, and that sounds strange, and, and I know some of you used to worship at Central, and, and God has led you other places, and God does that with seasons, but i, I got to tell you the way I'm wired. I will always be your pastor. That's just the way I'm wired. When you come into any contact with us, it's weird, but that's just the way that God has wired me, and so... You go and, and you go worship somewhere every Sunday. That's fine. You, I'm still your pastor, and uh, that's the that's the body of Christ as a whole. 
But uh, I, I want to share just a quick word, and then we're going to do something. I'm going to have the elders and staff come up here in just a, in just a second to pray over you. Um, you know, 25 years from now, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. This is such a visionary in me. I don't know next year. I don't know what I make. I don't. I don't. I don't know a lot of those things. Psalm 32 is. There's a verse in Psalm 32 that's always resonated in my spirit. The psalmist is writing there, and he's writing about confessing his sins to God, and now he's finding freedom, and now his relationship with God has been restored. And it's all about it's all about uh, the sharing of that. And then he says this. He says, he says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. I will lead you in the best pathway for your life. I will advise you. I will look over you. Now, the original language actually says this. I will, I will guide you with my eyes. You know, when I was a kid, my mom could be all the way across the room and look at me, and I knew that I was in trouble. Because she guided me with her eyes. However, I could be all the way across the room and pants on the other side of the room. And she could guide me with her eyes. Now, why, why was that? Other people could roll their eyes. Other people could make uh, uh, some kind of movement with their eyes. And I not respond to it. Why would I respond to my mom years ago and respond to the love of my life now? Why would I do that? It's because of relationship. What God is laying out here is, I want you to get so close to me that I can guide you with my eyes. You know, that's my prayer for us as a congregation. We can have a vision for the city. We can have a vision to reach the world. But if we are not close to Him, it is useless. I want to get so close to Him that He can guide us with His eyes. One other thought. We, when we were going to Israel uh, last month, we sat from here to JFK we sat in the row right behind first class. They had two chairs. We had three. You know, they let them on first, and you walk by, and they're like, oh, the cattle are going to the back. And we come in. We sit, and we did our moping. They're drinking their wine and they're already eating hors d'oeuvres and we come and we sit. And, uh, and uh, the, uh, the, the stewardess makes sure we know that we are in the row behind because they pull this little curtain. Here's the deal on, on uh, this Delta flight though. The curtain was just mesh. You're looking right through it. And so here we are sitting here, the three of us and the two of them right there, and we're looking through that mesh in the, in the first class. 
and then, you know, they're coming and they're giving them a towel to wipe off, and then they're asking them, what would you like to order for your meal? And then pretty soon this uh, stewardess comes and she puts a box in front of us and says, pick out something. And there was crackers and uh, some peanuts, and we got to choose one. And they're having steaks, filet mignon, and everything at first. And we're looking through that screened uh, little curtain, and we're thinking, oh, we're back here. And you're up there, we're seeing everything that's going on, but we're not experiencing everything that's going on because you're up there, and we're back here. And we'd like to experience what's going on, but we're not allowed to come through the curtain, even to use the restrooms that are nicer up there and everything. We're, this is where we're at. And we're looking through there, kind of moping the whole trip, and, and uh, that's what we're looking at in first class. And, and uh, you know, it kind of hit me. Many people look at what we do as a congregation, and they're looking from the outside, wanting to experience what we have, but sometimes we pull the curtain and we don't let them in. And they're thinking, I really would like to know about this God, but I feel like I'm on the outside and I don't understand. We have been blessed with what God has done in our lives and done for us. I want to be a congregation that tears away the curtain and says it's open to everybody. Come on in. Come on in. Experience the love of your Creator. Experience the forgiveness that comes through Jesus Christ. Experience His love. That's the kind of congregation I want to be. I want to get so close that He can guide me and guide us with His eyes and that we get rid of the curtain and say, come on in. I want to ask all the elders and their spouses to come up here, if you would. Some of you don't know all of our elders, and uh, I think it's important that you know our elders because these guys pray for you constantly, and they're talking about the spiritual condition. Y'all come on up on the platform. If you do not know our elders, I'll just introduce you right quick. And uh, Randy and Sharon Owens right here, George and Pam Lee, Sean and Vicki Hood, Chuck and Laura Bridge, and Mark and Andrea Hegel. Uh, these are the these are the elders. We have not always been an elder-led church. This is a transition we made about four years ago. We're still um, uh, praying through God. Show us exactly what all that looks like. But I can tell you about these men. They are godly men that love Jesus and love you immensely. Now I want to ask all the staff and their spouses, would y'all come on down here? Jeff and Becky, y'all come on up too, uh, if you would. Uh, the staff that come on up here. Y'all, y'all get in second class down here. Pull the curtain. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We got some Rudy's for you. This is our staff. This, um, this is an incredible group. Yeah, go ahead and bless them. 
Lord, I just pray that the fruit of the Spirit would be so evident in our lives, Lord, that our family, our friends, or the people at the grocery store, stores that we come in contact with, or our workmates, that they would see your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, Lord, your goodness, your gentleness, your self-control in our lives. God, I pray over each home that these women represent, or that um, our homes would be safe because of our relationship with you, or that our homes would be peaceful because your presence is there. So, Lord, thank you so much for these women. Lord, thank you for the, the love that you have for your daughters. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now all the males, all the males stand testosterone level. Isn't it amazing how we warmed up in this tent, you know, as we as we go? I've asked uh, Mark Eagle, who's the chairman of our elders, to pray over you soon. Let's pray. Father, as you look upon these men, I just pray that you're going to go ahead and touch each one. Just as uh, David was a man after your own heart, make each one of these guys a man after your own heart. Have them go ahead and see you in a totally different way. And if there are some here that don't believe in you, may you touch them even more. Father, we thank you. Let them guide their homes. Let them guide their families. Let them go ahead and as they grow up uh, and they are going to find spouses, uh, may you go ahead and just have that spouse ready for them. Father, I thank you for these men, and I pray that you are going to guide them and direct them all through their lives. And I pray that you're so Amen. Maybe seated. There's one other group, as we were talking to the elders the other day, that, that uh, is so vital. When we, um, back back in the, for you that know their history, back in the Northeast days, um, we had no senior adults. And then uh, um, it was grateful with Lake Creek they had some and we were able to get that multi-generational thing uh, that, that happened. But after 25 years you grow your own. And uh, and we're grateful for, for that but you know I, I, I don't know what number is but I'm going to say everybody 65 and older would you just stand would you just, if you can <laughs> sorry sorry that just that just came out. That just came out. I apologize. Okay, all right. All right, George. Lord, let them know that they have a lot to offer. That they are matriarchs and patriarchs of the faith. Give them a legacy like Enoch, Lord, who was 65 years old and he began to walk with God. Give them the legacy of a woman like Lois, the grandmother of Timothy, and who first lived the faith. The faith of a Simeon and Anna who met the Christ child when he was presented at the temple and they spoke about him. Lord, give them a legacy that that they love you and that their descendants will look to them and say because of their testimony and witness that the faith was passed on to the future generations. In Christ's name, amen. Amen.
Okay, I think that was everybody. But, uh, man, I just wanted you to, to see your leadership as you pray for your leadership. We, we believe God has an incredible thing. I, I, love, I love what was said earlier. Um, I love working with this staff. I love them to death. And uh, I appreciate them more than you'll ever know. I mean, the elders are iron sharpening iron to me. And so I wanted you to see them and to know them better. And, uh, man, love them and pray for them. So um, I'm going to let y'all go ahead and go. Alan, you can come up with me. Y'all can go and be seated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know what the next 25 hold. We really don't. But I tell you what, I give God glory for the past 25. He has shown himself mighty, and I know that greater things will he do. We just got to submit to him. Lord, let us get close enough to be guided by your eyes. Let us rip open the curtain so that it's open to everybody. Jesus did that with a veil. But uh, sometimes we put it back up. We need to get rid of it. I'm going to ask that you stand, all of you, though. Hello? Okay. At this time, we're going to have a responsive reading together, and uh, it'll be on the screen for you to, to read there as well, and I'll, I'll read and you respond, and we'll go through this time um, at this time. So I will begin, and then you guys can read your parts. The Lord God has done great and mighty things in our past. And so we eagerly await the greater things that he has in store for us in the days to come. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and you are able to give strength to all. But who are we that we should be able to stand before you and give thanks in this way? For all we have and everything we have accomplished comes from your hand. Lord Jesus, you said that whoever believes in you will do greater things because you have gone to the Father. O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep forever your purposes and thoughts in the hearts of your people and direct our hearts towards you. And all God's people in sinful said, Amen. And so shall it be. Amen. Amen. Let me see it. At this time, I'd like to ask Elder Randy Owens uh, to come at this time and share with us. Hi, Mark and Dan. Could y'all come back up here, please?
the church has something for you. I can read this somewhat. I ask for Ralph's glasses. But I'm going to read it from this. For 25 years of serving Central, the Big City Church, and furthering God's kingdom, this certificate entitles Marking Pam Westerfield to an Alaskan cruise. You can use this on the date and time of your choosing. Your central family wishes you a happy 25th anniversary, and we look forward to many more years to come, and we can't say we love you more than sending you 4,000 miles away. Uh, 
means my stone of help. And that comes from a story way back in 1 Samuel when, uh, when Samuel and God had intervened on behalf of the people of Israel. Samuel, uh, the Lord intervened. And so what Samuel did is he raised this, this monument. He built this monument out of stone. And he said, it's because the Lord has brought us this far. And we look forward to seeing where he's going to bring us in the future. And so we think that here, here in this moment, I raise, I raise my stone of hope because the Lord has brought us this far. And we're, we've got our eyes forward looking to see where he's going to bring us in the future. So let's sing that verse again with that knowledge.
that the best is still yet to come, and we put hope in that. And so that's our challenge to you guys, is let's not just sing and talk about an Ebenezer, let's go be men and women of action. And every single person in here, so um, you got two in your family, too. you got ten in your family, you know, you know the turtles. Um, you, you can do this. So we just want you to own this individually because the church isn't just adults. It's everybody here. And whether you're, like, coming back or whether you're here for the first day, you're a part of what God has done and is doing and will do at Central. So that's going to be your challenge as you go. And uh, we're going to go eat. We have a couple of things just to kind of make you aware of on that uh, before Jim Moorhead comes and brings us out. But uh, here's kind of the instructions. When we dismiss in just a second, those that are 65 and older, you may go first. Okay? Um, everybody else is going to stay in here for that. With those folks that are 65 and older, if you have preschool kids that you dropped off over there, you may go. That, those are the two groups that are allowed to go first. Um, and then we're going to wait probably about 8 to 10 minutes, and we'll have some videos and music and stuff for you. We may play the staff one again into the 20. But, uh, but then the rest of us will go. The rest of us, when you go, we're going to ask you to take a chair to the other tent. We have two eating locations. One is in our worship center, and there's room for about 440 in there, and there's room for about another 440 in the tent outside here. So that's how that's going to work, and you'll get directions as you go where to enter into the preschool lobby and go down the table and get your food and come around. You'll see that very clearly on what to do. But after Jim prays, 65 and older and those with preschoolers may be dismissed first. Everybody else, I'll come back up in about eight minutes or so when I get the thumbs up, and we'll dismiss the rest of us. Let's honor those families first. And, uh, and then the rest of us will go eat. We're still getting out earlier than if Mark preached a real sermon anyway. And so we're still way ahead of eating schedule on Sunday. So we're good. Pastor Mark, I love you. I love you. You're my, you're my, my pastor. You're my friend. And I wouldn't be anywhere where I am today without you. And many of us can say that. And so, yeah, we celebrate the church turning 25. But without the vision God put in your heart, we wouldn't all be here. Thank you for allowing us to go on the journey with you. Jim, will you please pray? Father, thank you for your great love for us. Uh, thank you for your pursuit, the ways we see and the 10,000 ways we don't see. Lord, I, I pray now that you would uh, compel us by your grace to do greater things in the next 25 years. Lord, thank you for the food we're about to eat. Thank you for Ruby's barbecue. In Jesus' name.